It's my special privilege tonight to introduce a friend, a friend whom I've known for 20 years, a friend with whom Dr. Patrice and I have worked through many, many years in the Ukraine and in Russia, and by extension also a bit in Germany, thanks to some of his contacts there. His name is Boris Golden, uh, from the Ukraine originally, but he is now a Floridian from Miami. And by the way, in Miami, there's a delightful Messianic synagogue there, of which his wife is the rabbi. So if you're ever in that area, drop in on them, but brush up on your Russian. Boris has been working with Russian-speaking Messianic congregations around the world for many years, and that's why we've had the opportunity to work with him. And just to give you a bit of perspective, there are some, no, there are more than 350 Messianic synagogues that are Russian-speaking around the world. And he has been working among them and with them both in uh, the Ukraine and in Russia and in Israel as well as in the United States. We look forward to hearing what God has to say through him this evening. Thank you, Boris, for being here. They're all yours. Shalom. Sorry. <laughs> shalom, y'all. Shabbat shalom. Howdy. My name is Boris Golden, and as uh, Rabbi John introduced me, I am one of the Messianic rabbis in our congregation, Beit Hesedel, but I am also a missionary, and I am working with Chosen People Ministries, and this is joy and privilege for me to be with you, people of God, and celebrate Shabbat here in Clearwater, Florida. Uh, I really honored and appreciate that I received an invitation to come to your congregation because your rabbi is also my rabbi, and you are blessed and honored to have one of the best, if not the best of the best, rabbi in Messianic world. And uh, before I will go further, I have to set it up very important agreement with you. It's important for me, but I believe it's even more important for you. Why? You probably have noticed my heavy accent, don't you? So, I have just two ways how I can bring my message. I can speak, let's say, in my broken English, or I can speak in my straight Russian which way do you prefer? <laughs> English. This is a smart decision. Let me begin with my English, but if you will not understand me, tell me right away and I will switch it to my Russian. Well, as in any congregation, in any Jewish congregation all around the globe, we are on the same page every week, and we are reading the same passage from the scripture. So let me begin with our parasha uh, from book of Shemot, parasha Kitisa, uh, when you take. And this is very, very rich uh, passage from the scripture. A lot of things happen here. Uh, after Moses ascended to the Mount of the Sinai 
on the sixth day of the month of Sivan. He spent 40 days there with appointment with Hashem. And Jewish people expect him that he will come down from the Mount of Sinai on 16th day of month of Tammuz. Unfortunately, they miscalculate. He's supposed to come on 17 days of Tammuz for some reasons. But nevertheless, Jewish people get afraid and they said, Oh, Moshe left us. He brought us out from Egypt and he left us in the wilderness. What are we going to do? Who going to help us to escape from here? And after that, they come up to idea to bring golden calf. They kill Hur. They forced Aharon to do this idol for them. And it was big, 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 not only mistake, but sin. And because of this sin, God was ready to annihilate Jewish people. Remember when Moses, on the 17 days of Tammuz, went down with Luchot, with uh, tablets, he found out that Jewish people in the camp began to worship to idol, to golden calf. And those first Luchot, which God gave to Jewish people, was broken. Was broken and it was one of the uh, tragic moments in our history. And God spoke with Moses and said, You know what? I am ready to kill all people of Israel because they are stiff naked. They are so hard. They they seen so much from me. I care for them all their time when they've been in the wilderness. When they've been hungry, I provide it. When they have been thirsty, I provide it. When enemies stay against them, I fought for them. Even victory was belongs to the people of Israel. I fought for them. And now they rejected me. They forgot me. They didn't trust me. I will kill them all because of their stiff neck. And Moses began to beg Hashem and said, Please, do not do this. Do not do this because you keep the promise with our forefathers. And now we come up to the, maybe on my point of view, the most important point in in, uh, Jewish history. God revealed himself to people of Israel in few different ways. Remember to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, he revealed himself as Elohim. When Moses came to historical arena, he revealed to people of Israel himself as Yudhei and now, in this most tragic point of history, his mercy was appearing before his judgment. 
You know what? It's very important for us to understand that mercy of Hashem, mercy of God, stood always before His just justice. If His justice will go before His mercy, no one can stay before Him. And we are reading in chapter 34 from verses um, 5. Adonai descended to the cloud, stood with him there, and pronounced the name of Adonai. Adonai passed before him and proclaimed, Yud Hey Vav Hey. I'm reading from my complete Jewish Bible. You can read from your translations. Words may be different, but hopefully you understand the meaning. Yud Hey Vav Hey. Two times is Elohim. Merciful and compassionate. Slow to anger. Reach in grace and truth, showing grace to the thousands of generations, forgiving offenses, crimes and sins, yet not exonerating the guilty, but causing the negative effects of the parents' offenses to be experienced by their children and grandchildren and even by the third and fourth generation. It's called 13 Attributes of God's Mercy. Its secret formula was Moshe received for Jewish people. We are praying to Hashem every time, every year, every day. When we stay before Him, we remind His mercy. And it's very interesting to notice that right after that, after Hashem revealed Himself on His mercy, on His 13 attributes of mercy, Moshe began to talk to Him, and He said, Please, don't leave us. Not even leave us, lead us. Go with us. Why? Because we are stiff naked. The same reason why Hashem wants to kill people of Israel, now Moses using as a point that God will not leave us. It's very interesting comment of uh, Megiddo from Dubno. He explained this portion like saying, angels doesn't need mercy of God. They are heavenly creatures. They are living with Him all the time. But we are sinful people. We are stiff-necked. And because of our rejection and our stubbornness, we do need His mercy. Without His mercy, who leading us, we could not go forward. And listen to what Moshe is saying in this light. Verses 8. At once Moshe bowed down his head to the ground, prostrated himself and said, If I have now found favor in your view, Adonai, then please let Adonai go with us, even though they are stiff-necked people, and pardon our offenses and our sin, and take us as your possession. My dear brothers and sisters, this is definitely remind me what Yeshua said 
I came not to the healthy people. I came to the sick and needy. I'm missionary. I'm missionary to Jewish people. And my heart's deepest desire, bringing the gospel to those Jewish people who does know Messiah Yeshua, who does know the mercy of Hashem, those people who are sick and sit naked. Yes, we are not, not only Jewish people, I believe everybody on this earth stiff naked. But Jewish people probably more than anybody else. I know from my experience. Anyway, this is my deepest heart's desire. And I want to bring my people to the glory of Yeshua. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of my Messiah, of good news of my Messiah, which is power of God for salvation of everyone who believes, especially to the Jews and equally for the Gentiles. So, for my almost 30 years in different ministries, I tried to read Jewish people all over United States, as well as in Israel, in Germany, in former Soviet Union. Unfortunately, I don't have much time to tell you all details, but uh, for the last five years I'm leading work of Chosen People Ministry in Ukraine, and we began from the scratch. Now we have network of about 20 congregations, and I would like to show you what's going on in our ministry in Ukraine among Jewish people. So, again, those uh, brand new congregations, and they learn, still learn it a lot. This is a report for 2019. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. I forgot your instruction. You're right. Okay. Okay. Worship. Those people learned how to worship to God in Hebrew. Maybe it's familiar for you, but for them it's completely new. They learned liturgy as well. And it's very good to see how many young faces worshiping to Hashem. Uh, they're learning how to teaching and preaching from Jewish perspective. They do this in congregation. They, they do this on the streets. They're doing Jewish evangelism as well. Some congregations are bigger. Some congregations are smaller. As I said, we have about 20 congregation over there. So they're learning how to do this in Hebrew. Uh, liturgy. They learn how to do liturgy in Hebrew. It's completely new. Most of them came from uh, two sources. Either of uh, secular Jewish uh, families or they came from some uh, Christian background. So Hebrew liturgy for them is completely new. And as you see, they're using different uh, places, different occasions 
to do so. Uh, humanitarian aid, it's very important ministry. Uh, actually, we began our work in Ukraine with humanitarian uh, uh, um, uh, aid to, to Jewish people, to needy Jewish people uh, who doesn't have any help from government or uh, another Jewish organization. So, food, medicine, medication, uh, some supplies, some needy things, very simple, but people have been dependent on this and still do depend. Uh, maybe to your surprise, the average salary in Ukraine for the person who are working whole month is $200. So, it's very hard to compare to anything, you know. They, they're surviving. They, they're not living, they're surviving. Okay, home groups. Uh, we have different kinds of home groups. It's youth groups, it's men's groups, it's uh, ladies' groups, uh, it's um, uh, Jewish or non-Jewish groups. And all of those uh, groups are basic of uh, local congregation. Uh, youth and children ministry. Also, it's very important, as you see, a lot of, a lot of young faces, and uh, they try to be very creative, and they invited, uh, especially youth people from the street to the congregation, and they use these opportunities to bring Yeshua to new people. Jewish people, minister to Jewish people, this is the core of our ministry. Uh, actually, uh, our ministry over there is uh, flying on, on two wings, uh, Jewish evangelism and um, ministry to the local churches as well. New faces, New families. Some funny stuff. But those Jewish people, they're living there. They're worshiping to God over there. This is a leader of our congregation in Bela uh, Tserkov. This lady... She she sold her apartment, and the purpose why she do so, she wants to build the mikvah for Jewish ladies from uh, the city, small city Bela Tzerkov. So she invests money from her apartment to build the mikvah. So, and and by the way, she is a former former major of Ukrainian army. It's interesting. And now she's a leader of one of our congregations. Teaching. Uh, teaching is a very, very important part of our ministry there. Actually, I'm coming two times per year to Ukraine to provide a teaching conference and Rabbi John honor us Last year, we invited him to Lviv, 
and before that he was in Russia. We we love him and we invite him uh, as much as we can. And we try to, to bring just the best sources, best teaching. Uh, the life of the community, uh, life of the community is wedding, it's bath and bar mitzvahs, and a lot of Jewish stuff. So we are learning, we are learning. People are learning there how to do this on Messianic Jewish way. Uh, one of the uh, most, uh, how can I say, faithful projects, uh, one of the congregations decided to build the building for themselves. So within two years, the people of congregation built up this building for themselves. 400 square feet. It's about it's about 4,000 square feet plus. Two-story building. So, they did it by themselves. And, you see, it's done. They have already first service. Nobody helped them. Congregation did this by themselves. Jewish holidays. Of course, it's very important ministry. It's very important part of our ministry over there. And people learning to do so. Uh, most of the stuff is new for them. But they are very joyful and happy. Some of the uh, people whom we invite are from local communities coming first time to the congregation and then they're staying there. Tvila, uh, immersing. Uh, as I said, I am working with Chosen People Ministry. Uh, we have ministry in 16 countries all around the globe. And every year we have leadership conference. So, uh, for 2018 and for 2019, we have more Jewish people who accept Yeshua in Ukraine than any another country in Chosen People Ministry. In 2018, 85 Jewish people came to know Yeshua and 2019, 63 Jewish people. They're using any uh, facilities, any uh, source of water, it can be sea as in this case, or uh, creek, or ri river, anything. Uh, this is uh, the Ministry for um, Jewish Evangelism, Outreaches. Uh, retreats. Camping. Shabbat Shalom. Thank you very much. Well, I have two more minutes and uh, I would like to bring your attention to our brochures. Uh, I hope every family have our brochures. Do you have it? If you have it, raise your hand. If you don't have it, show it to me.
Okay, can 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 you keep your hands up? If you don't have it, if you don't have it, please. Okay, there is few people. Can you? Yeah, there is some brochures left over in the foyer. So, if you have it, please open up our brochures. You can find some information about our ministry. Our ministry has been established by former Orthodox Hungarian rabbi, Hungarian rabbi, Leopold Cohen, in 1894. So last year, it was our 125th anniversary. Quite old. So what we are doing for these 125 years, we are doing any kind of evangelism and discipleship. We are planting congregations, doing uh, one-to-one work, street evangelism, you name it. We have wonderful evangelistic programs like short-term ministry opportunity. If somebody of you have fire in your heart and you wish to read Jews and Gentiles for the glory of God, we will teach you, we will equip you, we will give you opportunities to be on the streets of New York, Chicago, Miami, or even Jerusalem. Another great opportunity with our ministry, I know your congregation is going with your rabbi, but if, by the chance, if you wish to see Israel to Jewish eyes, we can offer this opportunity to you, and this is going to be a life-changing event. On the back, you can find some information about me and my wife, and how we can work together. Pray. Scripture saying that we have to pray one for another. As a missionary, I'm staying on the front line of, uh, I can say, spiritual warfare for the souls of Jews and Gentiles for the glory of God. And I definitely need your prayerful support, as well as financial support. I can be the best possible missionary in the world. But without your help, people, I can do nothing. You are the body. I'm just your arms and feet. But only together we can accomplish commandments from the Scripture. Bringing the Gospel, especially for the Jews, and equally for the Gentiles. Learn more. Our ministry have a lot of materials. And I highly recommend you to go to our website and uh, take a look. And you will find something which is going to be helpful for you. But this knowledge you need from, for my, one more very important thing. Why? With this knowledge you can go and witness. Again, the scripture is saying, especially for the Jews and equally for the Gentiles. Now, now, I would like to encourage all of you to follow all chosen people ministry tradition, which call it tear off the brochures. Please, not this way. No, 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 no. This way. I will count one, two, three in Hebrew, and we will tear off that small portion of the brochure. Are you ready? Echad, Stein, Shalosh. Give me good noise. Very good. Please keep this big portion of the brochure for yourself. With this small portion, please take a moment. Take your pen or your pencil, and please print. Please print your name, your address, or your email address, and you will begin to receive my personal prayer letter 
and you will know what's going on in my ministry to Jewish people. And on the back, you can mark those programs in which you're interested in. And please return those slips back to me after the meeting. And may Hashem bless you. Shabbat Shalom. Bye-bye.